Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. This introduction may be a little out of date. I may not be mentioning anything that happened recently in the last few weeks, and the reason for that is I'm recording this introduction on June 10th, and this episode is coming out on June... Uh, 26th, and the reason for that is I'm currently on a three-week road trip, so I'm just recording this a little early because I'm not going to have my microphone with me, and so I won't be recording while I'm out driving around. And as a result of this road trip, there may be a delay in the release of episode 30, but I'm going to try very hard to get something out in the meantime. I could have phrased that better. I'm going to try very hard to release another episode in the meantime. I've been working on a Creating Villains episode for the Monk, which has proven to be actually even more difficult than the Fighter. I didn't think anything would be more difficult than the Fighter, but the Monk is proving to be a a challenge. And I realized something else. I've been very remiss in naming the victims of the heroes after people who've asked for it. People who've asked to be put on a list that I've steadily worked through most of. I still have like some names that I haven't gotten to for quite a while. And I do apologize for people who've been waiting to hear their names in this podcast, to hear how their make-believe corollaries have been killed off, because that's everyone's dream. So I am going to make more of an effort to work through that list. And if you do want to be named after an NPC, or if you want to have an NPC, I should say, named after you... And this will be an NPC, probably like a just a random enemy that the heroes encounter and kill very quickly. If you want that to be you, just let me know. Shoot me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or our email, knightsandnerdspodcast at gmail.com, and I will add you to the list. So I apologize to anyone who's been waiting, probably for a long time, several weeks or months perhaps. But in my defense, one, the heroes don't get in a ton of fights. And two, I am very forgetful. Now, that's just about all the announcements that I have. I do want to say that if you are in the KW area, be sure to pop into the round table. Check out all their events that they post on like on their social media. They have a ton of stuff always going on, and they're a great spot to just go and play a game or grab a bite to eat. All sorts of awesome stuff. I'm almost done with this introduction, but I should say because I don't say it all the time, but if you do like this podcast, you can help us out enormously by telling another one of your friends who might like it. You can leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow us on any of our social medias, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We're at Knights and Nerds. Facebook, we're Knights and Nerds Podcast. I think within the next few weeks, we'll probably be doing another behind-the-screen campaign planning episodes. It's been a while since we've done one of those. And after today's episode, there's definitely going to be some planning that I'm going to have to talk about. And if you want to help me out with that, you can join the Dungeon Master group that we have on Facebook. So go to Facebook, our Facebook page, and then just on the side where it says Groups, just click on that, request to join, and then we can talk about all the stuff. You can help me plan some stuff out. All right, let's rejoin our heroes. Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. We left the last episode. You were in a meeting with 
Victor Woodstride, the captain of the Paladin Guard. You were meeting with some of his people, one of whom being Brita, Vanna's long-lost cousin. No, it's cousin. I yeah. took some license with your with the uh, the open areas in your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> and he was essentially proposing that you join forces to ransack the bones from the shrine in Boldbrook. Because he's tired of Dane Rubii's do-nothing attitude. And he has somebody there, an elf alchemist named Enna, who is working on a cure and believes that she only needs one ingredient to create this cure. And at the end of the session, Illidob had seen the name Ulrich on one of Enna's documents, and Faye had overheard someone refer to Victor as Ulrich. I don't think Spruce or Vanna are keen to this development yet. Way back in, I think, episode 11 or 12, when you, the four of you were underground, you fought and killed Raynor, and you had somebody, I can't remember who, had suspected that it looked very much like Raynor was allowing Dragonborn spies to slip past the Fathoms fighters. And Rainer was loyal to the Bearhearts, so somebody had had posited that there may have been some kind of agreement between the Bearhearts and the Dragonborn in exchange for getting rid of Kalira. If you guys make a decision and explain to Faye that this is what it should be, she'll believe that you know what the greater good is over her. But I will say that again, I think curing new life is not political, but he could totally screw us over in the end. Like he, we could get the Dragonborn, he could blame it on us and have his boss, like, charge us and kill us. Uh, Bearheart's Brigade, they're not, like, adversarial, really, right? They fought on the same side as us during the war. They just, after, after the war, have different beliefs about who should be kind of lead in, in power, I guess. Yeah, they're very much for the, like, lineage of the old ruler, and the, the heir would be Ulrich. So they see, they acknowledge Kalira's like, contribution to the war, but they don't agree that she should be in power. It would be one thing, though, to be understanding or like to focus on you know, their allegiances in the past, but if they've betrayed the realm and sided with the dragonborn. They... Well, that would be totally different. Yeah. yeah. We have no, no real evidence of that yet. So do you want... Maybe if I call him out on it to see where the chips land after this, maybe he has an explanation. Maybe he doesn't. If he doesn't have an explanation, then we peace out. Or we still say we can help cure new life, but we'll come back with dragon bones on our own terms. Because you wanted to get out of here, right? Yeah. I feel like I'll be... I mean, I was skeptical of him to begin with, and I feel like once I learn this new information, I will be even less inclined to have anything to do with him. Do we know how... How Kalira came to power after the war? Was it like she just kind of assumed the role and people agreed with it? Or was it like a, a democratic type of scenario? Most people who ended up in Pharaoh's Point, like that's where she was in control. Mm. And most people kind of ended up there. So it kind of became a de facto seat of power for the realm. Like the old throne is gone. It's ruins now. Yeah. So it ended up just being that she kind of 
led people to safety, and then that realm of safety was sort of her domain. And the old throne is where the giants are now. Correct. Okay. So then the bear hearts, when they say they have right to the throne, if you take that in a literal sense, they have right to the throne that's up with the giants? I guess that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. So leave Kalira and, and all that out of it and go get your giant throne. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> Problem solved. Done. Everybody go. wins. <laughs> I was going to say, though, like, at the least, um, we were, like, invited. Like, he's like, well, you might as well come to the Smiths and, like, see for yourself. So if we don't, like, say anything major uh, on this day, like, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary. And he knows why we're there. We have been pretty upfront about our uh, goal of um, helping Kalira in all this. So it's not like that's a surprise to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And insight checks have not led us to believe that he's been deceptive to us. Yeah. And at the end of last session, Gildob was also um, making sure to drop a uh, contact line with, what was her name? The elf the, that's Anna. working on the... Enna? Yeah. Okay. Yes, with Enna. There was also... She had mentioned something to you about Elwyn, saying... Because well, she had been... She had studied with Elwyn at the academy, or worked with him, whatever, and then said something about, I can't believe he would do something like this. Mm-hmm. Which sounds... She made it sound like he did something very... Um, out of character? Out of character and with with purpose. And, mm-hmm. yeah, malicious. To, toward Kalira. So that's not something that we've been led to believe in at any point either. So I don't know. Now well, I, he, I, he does act weird... He does well, and yes, and there's a lot of reasons that as a player we need to get back to the wizard to get some more premonitions about him, but there were some weird things about him in that way too. Well, yeah, he had told yeah, Teller told mm-hmm. Faye that he was gonna ask him to kill him. Ask her to kill him. Um But yeah, as a player, there's been a lot of I have started being suspicious of Elwyn a, a while ago. Um I don't think Spruce would necessarily feel that way yet. It's always a mix between mm-hmm. player and character, right? You get to use both because yeah. we're heroes. That's why we're better. If you role played perfectly, we'd be like noobs and we'd never advance. But we're heroes. We have special knowledge of things. Yeah. You get to pick and choose a little bit. <laughs> if we played perfectly, none of us would be in this situation. Oh, man. Yeah. They would still be in Pharaoh's point playing stuff and probably taking new life. a shop owner, like, <laughs> yeah, selling goods. <laughs> He's like just totally hooked on new life because someone's like, try this, and she's like, okay, that yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, my character would be too afraid. I think I would run away, and it's like, you know, you can only role play so much. Says the guy who took on a bear last time. <laughs> That's why Gildub's progressing because he's heroic and I influence his behavior. I'm like the gnomish god that influences him. Faye's reaction, I feel like she'll call out who's Ulrich or. I know that name. Why are they calling you Ulrich? Something along that line. So she's going to say something that will inform the rest of you of what's happened. Do we want to just call Ulrich out and see where things go and then go home? You're and welcome to. That's, yeah. you, that's what Faye would do. So all the dog was concerned about was finishing, drop, dropping the contact for... We're not planning the heist anyways now. So if we were gonna, if they weren't planning it now for now. So we mm. knew that we still had time if we were going to back out. Can I metagame for... Two more seconds. Is that okay? Please do. Two, I had two thoughts when I was talking to Matt today. And so I'll say uh, the one would be 
that if Elwyn has asked me to kill him, that maybe he's not fully in control of his thoughts and own actions constantly. And there's why there's a craziness. And one of my ideas was maybe the Black Orb people had helped make new life. And that's why it wasn't what he thought it would be. Mm. Why she mm. this, but Maybe he was the chosen subject and this is part of it. That's just an idea of why he might ask us to kill him later. <laughs> it's um, not with, sorry, with calling Ulrich out. I, like, I, I'm hoping he gives us still like, this is my story. It's going to be okay. But I also feel like if he knew we were part of Kalira and he is totally against Kalira, like not just like, okay, we'll acknowledge her, but he doesn't want her to be brought back in any way. It, this could go very wrong after I call him out and he find we find out. We might not have a chance to. We've got weapons. I mean, it depends. It's your style of calling out. So if it's just you like walking, like if you're playing your character and, and as if you hear someone say Ulrich, so you walk and be like, oh, oh, that's a nice name. Like, I don't, you know, if you don't even have a relevance. Because I do know something of it is what you told me that all, I knew Ulrich was a bear heart and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I know the bear hearts didn't like Clara, but I don't really know Clara and I know Victor, but I can be like, why'd he call you all her, Ulrich? And then go from sure. there. Okay. But I figure it'd be like your normal kind of ignorant self of just being like, oh, but is I that just, your real name? Like, I'm more do you so, not like it? Like, uh, like he was talking about keeping us safe, like outside of the city, like, oh, he has people outside the city. Mm-hmm. Well, freaking if he's a bear heart, of course he does. But is the bear heart name going to help us or is he literally going to just throw us under the bus? It is good to make the connection that if he's said he has people outside the city, that there may then be like a main base that the, the rest of like the bear heart clan is is that they might not just be dispersed in this city. All right, I guess we just see where the chips fall then. Yep. <laughs> you ready for us to do this? Yes. Roll initiative. <laughs> Don't even say it. Roll initiative. Sure, so zooming back in into the scene, you're in this storeroom slash meeting room at the bottom of this blacksmith shop. Victor had shared some... I think some wine with everyone because he was wanting you to, to sort of think it over. Gildob did not consume any wine. Gildob didn't imbibe, okay. Mm-hmm. I think you had a couple of wine. And Faye overhears one of Victor's men in conversation with him call him Ulrich. Did, does he react or does anyone else around react to that? He does react. He looks at. Uh, well, I guess Gildob isn't with the group, so he looks at the three of you, kind of a sidelong glance, to see if you had noticed. Um, so I guess I I will look at quizzically at him for a second and be like, who's Ulrich? Do any of us hear this well, conversation? Well, we heard happen? her say that, right? I was measuring okay, you all for your black unitards. All right, so after you ask that, I would say Ulrich, like Ulrich Bearheart. I'm just looking at Faye, because I didn't hear him. She just said, who's Ulrich? And I was like, like Ulrich Bearheart? That guy is called Victor Ulrich. Victor turns to his friend and like says something very harsh under his breath. And the guy the guy looks thoroughly embarrassed. And he turns to you and says, um, um, I beg your pardon? What was, what was said? <laughs> that guy just called you Ulrich. Victor says, what do you know about Ulrich Bearheart? He's a big stinky wimp. That's what I know about him. <laughs> you weren't here. I know. Wait, is he here? Is he just how far away is he? Can he I hear might this be happening? able to overhear because I have pretty good perception. But 
He got great perception. Let's yeah. not be let's not be uh, modest. But I wouldn't choose to react. I would say I know that Ulrich is the the heir to the old throne, and a lot of people believe he should still be in power. I think I'll I'll ask why were you not truthful with us? Like let's drop the pretense saying that we know you're BSing us. Very well, yes. As people who take false names, I'm sure you can appreciate the need for discretion and safety. Since I was a child, I've been dreaming about one day taking back what was mine. My father was among the first to fight and among the first to die when the dragons and Clearo were still dragging their feet, trying to get themselves into a more favorable position in the war. It was only by the bloodshed of the Bearhearts that victory was eventually possible. And she has been a capable steward of my rightful authority these past years, but it is time that I take back what belongs to my family. What steps have you taken to get back what you think is yours? He says, I've tried many things over these years, some more noble than others. And when we finally can cure new life, people will recognize me as the rightful hope that this realm has. He says, I, I apologize for this deception. This does not change anything, though. Together, we can still make this cure. So, sorry, to be clear, he knows we're trying to find Clara? Like, he knows we're loyal to her? Yeah. I'll just ask him, what do you know about what happened to Clara? Did you have anything to do with it? That was all the Dragonborn, I assume. And are you working with them? They are liars and untrustworthy. Spruce is going to walk over to Vanna and draw Rainer's sword from her <laughs> sheath and point it at him and ask him if he recognizes it. Faze is going to pour into the glass of wine over here quietly <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Where did you get that sword? So you do recognize it. I recognize the sword, yes. How? Very distinct sword. And last time I saw it was with one of my loyal soldiers, Rainer, who is headed underground. Hmm. Well, that loyal soldier was working with the Dragonborn, was allowing them underground, and as a result, we had to intervene. So based on what you just said, as a loyal servant of yours, the fact that he was dealing with the Dragonborn doesn't give us a lot of reassurance that you're not. We had an arrangement. Clearer has this ridiculous law about protecting these useless ruins, and I merely gave the Dragonborn the option to explore them at their own peril if they helped put me back in power. I realized that this was a foolish mistake, and I do regret it. Can I roll insight on that? See if he actually is being truthful that he regrets it? Or does he seem genuine? He only regrets it because they didn't let him into power. Well, and I don't know if he actually know. like he just said, he just thinks there's nothing down there. But like, we all know that what's down there is the pillar that's protecting the, the barrier. Why was he so impressed with our underground expedition then? If he thinks there's nothing down there too. 
Like he was all, oh. I'm sure here it was scary, but I guess he didn't believe that there was actually something of significance down there. Because you managed to sneak by the Fathom Spiders. Or so he thought. He kind of didn't really sneak by them. You can roll an insight if you want to see if he's... 23. You get the impression more like that he is... He does regret it. Insofar as that it backfired on him. Who's all in the room at this time? You have Victor Ulrich. <laughs> um, Brita, Enna. So it's three. And then three of his uh, compatriots. Other warrior types. And there's no like, this is just the basement of the smith. So it's not like we've seen uh, his people come and go through like a, a tunnel or a another door that leads into a separate room that's under here? Or? Right, no, it's just been just been this good, so it's this contained. group the entire time, yeah. <laughs> good job's listening. If anything, I'm positioned to defend Anna. <laughs> She's a resource that I'm not willing to give up. Did anyone react to me pointing a sword at him? <laughs> good question, yeah. His, his, uh, the other fighters around him, they they sort of put their hands on their swords because they weren't quite sure where you're going with it. Hmm. But unless you look like you're going to use it to attack him, they're they're kind of staying put. Also, I guess then Gildob's going to have a little bit of a thief moment. I'd like to really like spend this time where I'm not part of the conversation and maybe attention is drawn off me to a, do a really thorough like look over of the room. I'm kind of thinking almost at this point, like if there's a journal, if there's like a research journal, if there's something that might stand out as like uh, an essential item, I'd like to know. The papers on the desk that said Ulrich? Well, not just those, but if there were certain papers that seem like the accumulation of her research logs towards like the cure. I don't care about the information with Ulrich as much as like, you know, if there's a note that says new life cure recipe, then that would be nice to know about. <laughs> but this would be the prime moment if there was something like that, that I might steal it. Can you make a perception check? Absolutely. 11 for the right now. I'll keep looking. <laughs> I've had time. Everyone's chatting. I think I'd ask him, like, you know, we're loyal to Calera. Why on earth would you ever think we'd want to help you gain power? Why, if anybody, would you ask us to help you? I don't think ill of you because you're loyal to her. I need capable people to help me accomplish something great. Also, to be fair, he didn't ask us to help him get back into power. We didn't know who he was when he was asking us to help find the cure for new life. If you are successful in your quest to find her, and if we're also successful together in curing this scourge, then people will see us as the hero. They will see the rightful heir to the realm re-emerged. And it won't matter if Clear is back. I will be welcomed back into power. Can't lie, Faye really likes the sound of that. <laughs> the taunt of greatness in being considered a hero. That's right up my alley right now. Well, Ulrich sounds like a young fool who will never fill his father's shadow in attempts. I think his, I don't think any of his goals are accomplishable. 
people it's it's a new world like the cities don't even exist what does he think he's just gonna walk into like pharaoh's point and take the seat and just like rule ha- happily ever after without doing any work sort of what it sounds like Faye is so on board <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> he's, he's like playing right to her tune though right and she has no idea what was no your cousin's name in this Brita. 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 Yeah. Well, maybe we can replace you. (laughs) (laughs) Switch switch teams. Yeah. You go with the bear hearts. We'll take Brita. But just to take a quick poll, we've got Gilly and Vanna who are very turned off of the whole Ulrich Victor proposal. Mm -hmm. Faye is enthusiastic. And drunk, apparently. A little inebriated. Where's Spruce? Spruce is extremely skeptical and right now still doesn't believe that that um, or he's suspicious of his his so stated lack of involvement with Kalira disappearing, especially after everything he just said. So I think Spruce is going to say something, you know, look, we I, I have no ill will towards you. I do believe that, you know, when your father was in power, I think he was a just ruler and and I don't. Uh, deny your lineage, but Kalira has has led our people since the war. It's been 30 years. She's been kind. She's done an amazing job, and people elected her for that reason. If you have... If you believe you have a, um, a right to that throne and are going about trying to get it back in a noble way, that's one thing. But with everything that's happened so far, and with what we just found out about your involvement with the Dragonborn, I don't believe that to be the case. I'm certainly not going to help you in any way if I if I think that you're in any way responsible for her disappearing. I had nothing to do with her disappearance. I am not sorry that she's gone. And I assumed that with the Dragonborn's appearance that they were going to remove her in some way or another. I suppose in some way, perhaps, then I am responsible. But I don't know where she is. Putting all of that aside, though, this opportunity is still within our grasp. And can I get, um... Can I get... Yeah, everybody roll a perception check. 20. 22. 16. 20. Yeah, everybody but Faye notices that when when the talk of the agreement with the Dragonborn was mentioned, that uh, you think based on their reactions that neither Brita nor Enno were aware of this. Because this is a incredibly critical moment in our history. And putting aside all of our divided loyalties, I must ask you again, will you help me with this? So noticing that my friends probably aren't on his side and myself feeling like I want to support him, uh, wanting to make sure that everyone's kind of okay and that we're already like, well, with such an important decision, maybe we should go and rest and think about it before we come to a decision. Because I think right now everyone's emotions are high. I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> I think I need to sleep us off to make my head a little bit clearer and then we can probably uh come up with a great way to help you out so almost like i guess just half ignoring that statement gilladob will speak up and say um 
while I appreciate your game for profiting yourself, uh, you know, all, all seek to better themselves in life. But after all this information has come to light, you are correct. We both seem to share a common goal of wanting to cure new life. But whether we're helping you or you will be helping us seems to be the new decision to make. I don't think you have a great grasp on how events have unfolded or will unfold. You've supported the wrong side, and you're foolish to think that even if the Dragonborn were able to get your throne back, uh, that it would work out so conveniently for you. Um, and if we're really to find a cure and have any chance of establishing a throne for you to rehold, then things are going to have to change in uh, who's in charge here. And I'm being aggressive. <laughs> I would even ready an attack. Kind of looks down at the floor and, and nods. I'm hearing at least two of you are failing to understand the larger picture. And I don't, I don't has Vena been like, like vocal in that same way? About my displeasure? About like your decision. Yes. All of the questions that I have been asking him would be in a very like, I'm pissed off and angry about this tone. So I think it would be pretty clear I am not into this idea at all. And he's saying we don't understand the big picture. Okay, so there's the cure for new life. And then what else? You getting your throne back? Precisely. What what bigger picture is that? Like, the people need to survive without being ruled by the Dragonborn. They need to be protected from the dragons returning. Even if we don't save Kalira, a throne isn't something you just take. What army would you have to defend a city? What resources can you provide for a citizenship? Uh, meanwhile, isn't your throne still uh, being ruled by giants up in the north? Your proper throne? Uh, Kalira only ever ruled over what she put together herself and with the help of the, the people of the realm, the mixed people of the realm. He just takes a glass from the, or like a tankard from the table and just fucking throws it at the ground. He's like, don't mention the old throne to me like that. Insolent boy. Did your father raise you to be like that? Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Faye just like drops the bottle of wine and that's like, just dead eyes. Like, well, I almost fig figured Faye's reaction was your laugh. <laughs> Like a kind of drunken, like totally inappropriate for the situation, but few glasses wine too deep. Oh, God. He says through clenched teeth, I think it's time that you left the city. This is supremely disappointing. We're going to take you to the gate now. You will leave the city and you will not return. How do Enna and Brita look like in terms of how they're feeling about this situation? Very uncertain. And do I get any like body language on like what side of the room they're moving towards as I instigate, you know, and kind of this aggressive conversation with him? Uh, Enna's kind of like she's got her table set up like in the corner, so she doesn't really do anything except for like kind of stand up and, and sort of like backing into into the wall. Brita is kind of situated in between 
the the other group of three and Ulrich. Breeda, oh, so she's in between. So the group of three are together, and then Breeda, and then Ulrich. Yeah. At some point during this, I would have put that sword down, like I lowered it. Um, but when he made the comment of not not understanding the greater good, that's going to make Spruce upset. Um, going to Hulk out? No, but uh, Spruce is going to say, no, Spruce is going to say, don't confuse my distrust for you with ignorance of the greater good. You are willing to make the this deal with the Dragonborn to allow them to get underground. Do you even know what they were doing down there? Do you even know what they were looking for? Many think that there are some kind of treasures down there or or something left over from that old civilization, some foolish dream. It was like letting them search through a pile of rocks. It's of no consequence. They were sent down they were sent down there to try and find a way to um yeah, no, I want to say it without trying to give away maybe necessarily too much information to him, but basically say to try and find a way to to reopen a long-sealed dimension that would allow all the dragons to return. All the dragons are dead. Make a persuasion check. No, I have a minus one. Twelve? <laughs> kind of brushes aside what you say. He says, I am saddened by this turn of events. That it's time, time for the four of you to leave. We will be leaving, but I think you're going to be coming with us. I think the alliance, in our best interest, we should retain him. I definitely want. Uh, I say that to our group and try to judge you guys' reaction to it. Oh my gosh, no! I'm up for I don't think he's going to take kindly to a threat. He's got three men in him. Oh my gosh. We fought so much worse than this guy. Yeah. He threatened us all night. He hasn't threatened us. Well, he's been threatening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's been a huge threat to like the safety of everyone. We've just figured this out. I don't think we can just like walk away and leave this uh, mm-hmm. unsettled. He looks at Giladab and he says, you have a surprising amount of bravery for... Such a small stature. I fought a bear for fun, you fool. <laughs> you are nothing to me. <laughs> he says you fought a bear, you say. Yeah, you're only the heart of a bear. He, he, wordplay. Okay. <laughs> he. You can edit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was too good. Stay <laughs> he had his hand on his sword, but he moves his hand away and he says, well, I'd very much like to see that. And he begins to transform using wild shape. Yes. Great. I'll animal <laughs> handle this punk. Okay, I think Tom, you said that Gilly was preparing, like readying an attack. I did. All right, go ahead and take it. All right. Well, if he's going to be transforming in a bear, then uh, I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Is he already a bear at this point, or just a bow too? He's just starting to get down on all fours. <laughs> Not interested, sir. Fades <laughs> <laughs> on a spit take in the background. <laughs> he's like, does he look like he's coming for me because of all my shit talking? Maybe. Okay, you you yeah. did say I fought a bear, and he goes, I'd like to see that and turn it into one. So. Yeah, okay. Um, then, yeah, I do have my familiar with me. 
So I'll send my bird flying at his face while he is transforming and shoot an arrow at him. Uh, 17. Yeah, that that does hit. Bears are pretty easy to hit, it turns (laughs) out. Thank goodness. I think this is the first time I'm using my fancy new bow. So 19 damage. Oh my god. This is the new bow. All right, everybody roll initiative. And I got an 11. 22. 14. I like that you got a high initiative. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you would have been ready and also. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It totally fits the (laughs) storyline. Definitely because I rolled a three. Yeah. You're still sip. You're like, let me just finish. Finish the glass. Some of you more sips. Okay. Go get him, guys. (laughs) He's going invisible. Just throw that inspiration out. I don't want to, though. You guys are fighting the person I'm not sure about story. That's the problem. Candace is excited because that's fun, but I can't believe we're going to kill this guy. I didn't say we're going to kill him. Okay. Um, I think you're first. And then it's Ulrich and then Gilly. Yeah. And just to, because I, I do believe that Gilly said, like, uh, he didn't say it was going to kill him. I said, I think we should take him with us. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that people heard me comment that I didn't want to just murder this guy. I'm going to use my relatively new axe on him, I think. Jesus. He's a bear. Just going hard. <laughs> oh, boy. What happens when you're face to face with a bear? Ooh, nineteen. <laughs> All of your weapons have come from people that you've killed. <laughs> Seems appropriate. I like to pay for them. What does that say about your dad? Was it a battle axe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it also has versatile, so you can use it two-handed to make it a one d ten weapon. Ooh. Then you're you wouldn't be able to carry your shield while you're doing that though. So. True. 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 I'm okay with that. It's like my quarter stuff. Okay, well then roll that d10. Just so you know you have the choice. I like that. Seven. Okay, and then your second attack? Twenty-two. Five damage. Okay, so... Ulrich looked like he might, in his newly acquired bear form, go charging after the gnome. But now that... This ranger has snuck up behind him and hit him twice with a battle axe. He's going to turn around and attack you. And one is a crit. Mm. So he misses the first one. Mm -hmm. I crit on you all the time, you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so dirty. I just can't crit you. Bad puns, oh dear. So uh, good. I want to give you inspiration for that. <laughs> 22 points of slashing damage. Giladab. It's just, if he's a man, but then he turns into a bear, does he stop being her favorite enemy? Because he's really a man. Did you add your favorite enemy on that? No, I did not. So that would have been... Oh my god. Does another, it still apply? Another 8 damage? I think it would still apply. It says humanoid, doesn't it, though? Yeah. 
He's a humanoid that's shapeshifted into a bear, so... I have no clue. Question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think it would. And that takes him out of bear form, so he wouldn't have been able to, to do 22 to you on that okay. hit. So let's, re- let's, let's revisit that attack. Okay. Still keeping the natural 20, though. I'm just going to swing at you with a sword instead. This is going to be 13. 13 points of slashing damage with his sword. Okay. He is shocked to be taken out of bear form almost immediately. And he looks at you with his surprised look and slashes at you for, so, 13 points instead of 22. All right, yes, now Gilly. Because of the quick events of this battle and the th- his three buddies haven't even been able to act, how are they, what's their reaction like seeing him shift and then get, like, slapped back into human form? Like, they were not expecting that to happen that that quickly. But they're still looking like they're committed to the fight, but they look, like, less confident. I will cast Color Spray at the group of three in an attempt to blind them. It's a 15-foot cone. Yeah, so it's like the lowest gets the numbers. You take their hit points out of what I roll, and then they would go blind, and if there's still more, they would be applied to the next lowest health uh, until someone has higher health than the rest of the numbers remaining. 43 points. 43 lowest points. Health. Lowest health first. So they'd be blind okay. basically until the end of your next turn. Yeah. Which is fine. I almost just like, I'm attempting to prevent them from entering into this battle because it may be over and we can avoid casualties. You successfully blind two of the three fighters then I will attempt, even though I am not charismatic, but hopefully it's just the sensible thing to basically sternly warn them that they they don't want to get involved. You know, basically say, you know, step back or stay where you are. Your life's maybe taken from you. Are you going to do persuasion or intimidation? I guess I'll attempt a persuasion. Because I'm I don't, not in a killing mood. 17. I suppose, if anything, I'm focusing my efforts on the one guy who still has vision. Do you have inspiration? Uh, I don't really think so right now. Well, you get inspiration. Okay, thank you. Because he does run out of there. So the two blinded soldiers, weirdly, are sticking around. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you think you're so tough? Uh, let me let me get at you. And like they stumble over towards you, and they're one's going to attack you, and the other will attack. Oh, you as well. <laughs> Great. What's your armor class? Fifteen. Okay, you're easily able to duck their clumsy swings as they as they swing blindly. They're blind. <laughs> it's like stabbing a horse in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Rita casts Cure Wounds on Vanna for eight hit points. Oh, damn. And then she also makes to run out of the room. (gasps) Spruce and then Faye. All right, Spruce is going to try and get in between Ulrich slash the Bear Hearts. 
Okay, how are people positioned? Basically, I want to get myself in between as many of their guys and as many as our guys as possible. So right now it's uh, Ulrich fighting Vanna, mm -hmm. and then the two soldiers fighting Kilatob. Yeah, closer to the table where Anna was. So there's about like I'd say <clears throat> two engagements, 20, 25 feet between those two. Yeah, and then Faye is closer to Vanna as well. In the table where she's still drinking, presumably. Am I able to actually like step in between Ulrich and Vanna? I basically want to try and push them apart and get in between them. That's what I'm trying. Like one of those, like one arm on either. I, I want to run in between them and try and push them apart and basically say, "This needs to stop. This isn't why we're here." Okay. All right. So it's not going to be an opposed strength check. Athletics, I think. Twenty-two. Also, I'm doing this while unarmed. I didn't draw any weapons. I guess, am I still holding Rainer's sword? I don't know. <laughs> I gave that in back way, to you, let's yeah. say. In a way, aren't we all holding Rainer's sword? <laughs> you said you got a 22? Yeah. Oh, not one. So you shove him backwards, like five feet? Can you, got, you, you use, nap like, one? key points to shove? I can, um, I, I could make it a stunning strike and try and make him stunned. But that's not what I'm trying to do. Okay, so you're pushing him backwards. Yeah. And then you're imploring for the violence to stop. Yeah. Through Wood Elf. Hippie. So roll a persuasion check. I say with disadvantage because you're already fighting. <laughs> I already have a minus one. Oh, my first was a natural 20. <laughs> yeah. And so was my second. What? <laughs> Disadvantage my buns. <laughs> that's amazing. With this advantage. This goddamn fate, that's what it is. <laughs> Being so successful while disadvantaged, I don't know why I'm thinking it's like a really whiny, like, stop fighting, but it actually works for whatever reason. <laughs> Ulrich is still like in combat stance. It says, I told you to leave the city. I gave you a chance to walk away. Do you think I want this? Points to Kiladov. He says, this one, this one wanted this confrontation. I'm only obliging. <laughs> I casually brush my sleeve. Like, this was nothing. Like, you stand no chance against us. It says so much about your ability to regain the throne, which is none, no ability. Faye, what you got? Really torn, because, yeah, <laughs> this entire situation, I'm normally, I think, with Faye, she's always seen, like, an obvious, this is the bad guy and this is the good guy, and in this one, she's not sure she agrees with her friends. Uh, so she, again, wants to mediate and turns on Mantle of Majesty, become super awesome and amazing looking, more so than normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, use command on Ulrich and t tell him to halt. Uh, yeah, I rolled an 18, so he does not feel like halting. <laughs> That's fine, I tried. I sit back down and pour some more wine in my glass. What do you think, Katie? Can I use, like, the handle of my axe to just try and, like, hit him in the knees to, like, knock him over or something like that? You can always do, like, non- um, critical like damage. Yeah. You can just say like my damage okay. doesn't kill him. You can always do that. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's basically I want to get him in a somewhat vulnerable position so we can like tie him up or You're still gonna hit him, but you're not gonna try and kill him. Trying to push someone over, I think, will be a like a contested athletics check. Seventeen. Okay. He only got an eight on his contested athletics check, so you knock him over. Sweet. Can I just turn like oh, on his Front or back? Which way did he fall? Which way were you trying to knock him over? I'd like to get him face down. <laughs> yeah, you would. Sure, yeah, I'll allow that. Why not? Okay. And then I think I'll just try and pin him down, like, get one hand around his neck and, like, put my, put my weight on his back. He's going to use his turn to try to escape. Natural one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gildadab, what's Gildadab gonna do? Still got these soldiers on you. Not too concerned about about them. Um, I mean, I guess they're gonna be not blind soon, right? Uh, he would talk first and just tell Ulrich to tell his men to stand down before they get hurt and to stop this foolishness. He's already lost. Uh, can you make another persuasion check uh, on Ulrich? 15. Ulrich addresses them and he says, Men, don't fight them here. We'll have another opportunity. As long as we can get word to the others. They are no longer blinded. And they sort of take a step back. They're not... They're sort of... They don't put their weapons away, but they take a step back. So I'll say that we're out of initiative right now. What's everyone going to do? Because the dub's first concern is actually checking on Enna. But she's fine. She's fine, yeah. She was nowhere near the, uh, not close enough. Good. What's, what's Vanna doing? Is she just still pinning? Yeah, as of now, yeah. Then Spruce is going to walk over to you and just look at you and say, let him up. And I'm going to extend my hand to, to give Ulrich a hand up, assuming that you actually let him go. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. <laughs> After all this. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think I have a pretty deep hatred for him. Like, I'm very loyal to Kalira and the fact he's trying to usurp her. Like, I think I'd be pretty upset about that and wouldn't be particularly compassionate towards him. The skill job will be like, uh, the situations change very quickly, but we have agreed to support the Alliance and I feel like this is, like, we need to make a critical decision. Decision. It's not just us. Like, this is, it w- would be important to the whole alliance. I was going to say, maybe mm. the tattoo trust needs uh, an update on what's happening here. But even for us to, th- to think about and to even, like, somewhat trying to get a read on, like, Spruce, like you've said, you seem to be supportive of this bear heart. Like, your concern is for him. Not necessarily my concern was for this whole situation i i (laughs) i wanted it to really not go sideways because essentially now we've made another enemy that didn't have to be we could have still helped each other and now it in spruce's mind because he's about the greater good right so Mm -hmm. he doesn't think that what the bear heart he's done is right he just also doesn't think that he's also been nonviolent the whole time because of our talks i thought i thought it was pretty clear that he doesn't consider what he's done as bad, and he's going to continue to do it. 
and he's not concerned about our, our opinions concerning, you know, his actions against Kalira and his actions towards working with the Dragonborn and breaking down the barrier that separates our reality from... But he's oblivious to that. He didn't know any of that. I guess, and so maybe you care about that, but I don't... You know, actions are what matters. If you bring about the, the destruction of all the people in the world, are you going to be like, oh, but he meant to be good? Like... He did send the Dragonborn to take care of Kalira. He didn't know they were going to make her vanish, but he knew that they would possibly kill her or get rid of her in, quote unquote, one way or another. Yeah, I feel like he's complicit in all of this. And then he said that he didn't, he was upset and he regrets it because they went back and didn't let him get into power. That's why he's saying you can't trust them. Only because he lost, he made a, a poor bet and it didn't work out for him. I know you're a sensitive type, Spruce, but no... No life has been been ended tonight. There is no need for it to go further. But I just couldn't couldn't think of letting him walk after the crimes he's committed, and and what would that would mean uh, for the ability for our alliance to be successful. But what does that mean now in terms of of still trying to do something about new life? Like, Anna's right here, and all so her she's going to be a prisoner. Like she's just going to willingly come. We're going to have to talk to her. She also didn't seem too pleased about the fact that he had worked with the Dragonborn. That she didn't seem aware weird. that yeah. it even happened. Yeah. 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 So very easily we could possibly persuade her to help us out or to join our alliance. It's not like. But Giladab is in this moment saying, "Yes, we clashed. That was to show that like he's not giving commands. He's not telling us to leave or whatever. Like this is bigger than him. And he's been ignorant this whole time. So now that we're in control of the situation, trying to open up dialogue, I don't think Anna not knowing much about her would be the type of person to just like give up on a cure because of a scuffle. Like everyone's seen a lot. Everyone's gone through the end of the war potentially if she really cares and she's been spending this time, then we can provide resources. We can provide assistance. We know people from the Arcane Academy. We know the wizard at his tower. You know, if, if that's her concern, then we can still go forward to find a cure for new life. But that doesn't mean we could just let Ulrich walk. So listening to all of this, he's sort of momentarily stopped his struggling and he says, what... What's to become of me? It's very difficult. I mean, we could turn you into the temple, and I'm sure that would be a horrible end. That would probably create a pretty pow- powerful ally for us, though, in um, mm. Dane Rubii. Mm-hmm. Which even drives home the point that he might not want that option to happen. Mm. Mm. The other way is maybe he takes a, a hot second and realizes that he's been a total tool. <laughs> And that maybe he shouldn't be the one in charge until he earns his place on the throne. I also, I mean, he also just said to his men, we don't need, or we're done fighting here. We'll have another chance once we get word to the men. So I pass that off because I didn't really intend on having him leave. Just because he doesn't leave doesn't mean that his, the brigade is going to, give up if they find out about this right that's having having the one member ran and Brita ran as well so so we're being potentially backed by uh the ruby eye clan (laughs) that might be helpful for us Mm -hmm. going forward if there's going to be a an entire brigade of people coming after us for resulting from this 
But that's just me talking. <laughs> I guess if, like, do we take some action to kind of, like, secure these people? His two men have, like, stood down, but we're allowing them to still be armed? Like, is that the kind of situation? I'd definitely like to talk to Enna and almost be like, I don't mean to assume, but it seemed you had a very severe reaction when you found out your partners here were working for the Dragonborn. How do you feel about everything that's happened? Like, we don't intend you any harm and i think we've been very open that we support your research wholeheartedly and we still do she says i thought i had found someone who was willing to do the right thing to get this cure but it seems that he was willing to do anything the cure may have been only a means to an end I'll keep on working on it regardless of what happens to him. All right, so you kind of have this guy at your mercy. What is the decision? Are you are you trying to put him in your pocket or are you going to turn him over? What's the Open verdict? Open portable hole and roll him in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he has two minutes of air in there. <laughs> yeah, ten minutes, right? Ten Isn't minutes of air. Uh, do we just, like, ask him? Like, hey, you kind of said... You know, you'd attack us later. How you feeling about that now? Like, <laughs> so I guess we, we could question him about the bear hearts and what he meant by there'll be another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have a zone of truth. I don't know if that would be helpful to use. That's very helpful. Always. Very helpful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I could use that and we could also like ask what... What his real involvement is with the dragonborn, like what he truly knows and what he if doesn't. If you have Zone of Truth, I feel like we'd be going over and, you know, what was your full involvement and what are your plans for the future and where's your base located? <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. <laughs> what's your strongest asset and what's a weakness that you have? <laughs> I care too much about my work. <laughs> <laughs> he has to succeed on... What? Wisdom, probably. Um, charisma saving throw. Mm-hmm. He fails. Interrogation time. I think the, fir- the first thing I want to ask him is... <laughs> Interrogation time. <laughs> Faye, put your sword away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just directly ask him what happened to Kalira. He says, I don't know what happened to Kalira. What did you mean when you said that you and your men would have the opportunity to fight us later. I see one of my men got away. Likely to go tell others. I told you that this was not my entire strength. If I'm taken prisoner, I'm sure they will come for me in some way. Free me. How many supporters? I don't know what the right word is. How many... How big is your group? That's what I'm trying to get at. It says, all told... Sure, we number in the hundreds. Many many rangers and people of the wilderness like yourself as you're asking those questions i'm going to go into the tattoo trust and try and uh, i guess i'm going to call i guess i'm going to call everyone and basically explain what happened very quickly (laughs) and say that explain who's here you know we have ulrich here we found out that he did work with the dragonborn may be involved with the, or doesn't know what happened to Kalira. We know that for a fact, but still had involvement with them. And that we have cast Zone of Truth. 
and that are there, did they have input on things that might be important for us to ask? And I'll explain that that's why no one had ever heard of Victor was dried. <laughs> I'd be interested in what he thinks uh, Mr. Ruby I would do if we turned him in to him, since he knows him so well working alongside of him and pretending to be someone else this whole time. And he knows that he doesn't trust easily. Yeah. Plus then just location. Like he's mentioned his supporters. If they have a location mm-hmm. is an essential question to ask. So about Dane, he says Dane would surely put me on trial and execute me as a traitor. And as far as my supporters go, we don't have a central gathering point. We're scattered in many small groups throughout the north. Uh, about the Tattoo Trust, I don't know that they really have much to much to offer in the way of input. So even if they don't have input in like what to ask, I also just kind of want to be really aware of their kind of reactions when I mention both his name and also mentioning the potential that that they've been searching for a cure or that they think they've found a cure for new life. Kind of wanted to see the reactions from them as well. Well, Elisha asks, can this cure be created without him? It seems so. Um, And I'll mention the, uh, the alchemist. And I'll make sure to mention her by name. Um, so I'll say there's a, a Ooh, you, an elf you named specifically Anna. do. Mm-hmm. She I mean, knows Alwyn. Did you say like who responded to his call? Because like oh sure, well you said everybody, right? Yeah, you were I calling everybody, but so. everyone was available and responded to it. Yeah, it took a minute. Okay, just so you know, because you're telling Elwyn mm-hmm. about the person who specifically. But he, we didn't say that he know that she said that she knew him though, right? We can see how he reacts to that name. Elwyn asks, "Do you know that this is?" Do you know beyond a doubt that this will work? No. What kind Hmm. of scientists ask that question? I'd be interested to see how this conclusion was reached. Very much be interested in seeing the formulas. I've been trying to do this for an untold number of months. Any other questions in the zone? My question would have been more for like Enna at that point. Basically proposing that she works for us now. With us. With us, yes. That's (laughs) interpretation. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Eleven. She she doesn't really say anything. She looks very conflicted, like very troubled basically about everything that's that's transpired here within the last hour or so. Seeing that she looks very much on the fence, can I just articulate that, you know, I've seen what new life can do. It's ravaged the city, like we'll do whatever we can to to help and support you. Just trying. Persuade her? <laughs> yeah, more persuasion rolls. <laughs> Everybody, get your persuasion rolls loaded. Okay, I'll, I'll let you make another persuasion check. I mean, that's kind of stuff that she already knows, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to convey new information. I'm just trying to tell her that it's something we genuinely care about and want to oh. fix. Okay. And I guess we were the ones being asked to find dragon bones, and if that's the only thing she's missing, she still needs us. Mm-hmm. Good point. That is a good point. I mean, the very that's fact why. that Ulrich couldn't even get dragon bone on his own and had to ask us for help in the first place seems a little more embarrassing right now. We would believe that we could get dragon bone without having to desecrate the temple. Is it fair to even share that, like, you know, she's seen what we can do and we don't serve one group? But, like, we have an alliance. Like, did we mention that to her? 
What did I roll? Eight. Yeah, not great. You gotta save all your good rolls for the combat, huh? <laughs> you hear footsteps coming down the hallway, and the soldier who ran bursts back in, hobbling around because he's tied up. Brita shoves him into the room. Nice. Oh. Is she alone? Cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she says he didn't get too far. So nobody's spreading word that he's in need of assistance. <laughs> Not him, but I, I don't know if any of the paladin guard saw me tackle and, and tie this fool up. Because it, you know, it might slow down the word, but eventually when he when they don't report in, we may figure it out nonetheless, but still very much appreciated. Good to see you back again. So is she, is she in the zone of truth now? She's not. She didn't walk into the zone. Oh. But you can... Well, I guess it doesn't matter. I just want to ask her, like, if you support Bearheart, why are you capturing his men? Like, why are you seeming to help us? She says, I didn't know about the dragonborn. Does she spit on the ground again? Isn't that her that did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's been running. Maybe she has a little bit of time. <laughs> a little bit of drama. Yeah. She makes the motion, though. <laughs> Tui. Uh, Gilladab would also say then, I wonder how many other, uh, saying to kind of Ulrich, I wonder how many other of your group would, who, who might not take the news lightly about your working with the dragonborn. Suppose it's kind of an offhand like comment. staring daggers at you. Yeah. But he says nothing. Brita says that if he returns to his post, he's going to tell Dane some lies about the four of you. Mm-hmm. That you have a decision to make. Well, I don't think there's any way we're letting him go, right? I think we pretty, <laughs> like, much, we pretty much have to turn him in to Dane. I think that's the, I think that's the only thing that makes, that makes sense. Faye's just so sad. She's so, like, upset. Just putting away your measuring tape and, like, just packing it all up. Packing all, <laughs> picking up the night vision goggles, packing up all the black spam bags. I promise of being a hero. So the plan is to turn Ulrich into the temple, into Dane. Turn him into a temple. Turn him into a temple. <laughs> it's still nighttime. Um, Anna says that she's going to, like, collect her work and make like find a, a way to basically find discreet lodgings somewhere because she doesn't feel like this is a safe place safe place to stay anymore. Gildab asks, are you sure that you're able to find somewhere safe? Um, I'm concerned about her disappearing before the next time we see her because I'd be tempted to almost like follow her or even send the familiar to watch her or something. Or... Well, do you do you want to delegate someone to watch her? Yeah, like, I think they would be uh, important enough to not have her just, like, disappear. Who's gonna, who's gonna go with her? Uh, I would be willing to, even if she doesn't know, like, I'd do it without her knowing if it was necessary. Well, if she, if she trusts us. I, I, I guess I'd at least offer, like, could I, could I go with you and make sure you you get somewhere safe? She, she nods, she's, like, just... She's like, if you help me carry some of these books, I can't do it all myself. Even better, because then I have a chance to, to sneak through her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then it's the four of you, minus Gilly, so Brita is with you, mm. escorting a tied-up 
captain of the Palingar- Paladin Guard mm-hmm. through Boldbrook. And to... I'm gonna put him. I think we put him in the hole and like, let him out for air once in a while. Well, and well, but also the three compatriots, or do we just tie them up and leave them? <laughs> that might be easier. It's not that we could. Yeah, we could tie them up for now and come back. We like, we could pretty much secure the whole blacksmith shop here, and we all know about someone's particular skill in disguise kits mm-hmm. and illusions. He doesn't have to look like what he looks like now. She just, like, half-ass pulls out one of the black spandex. She's already so... (laughs) Fine, he can have my costume. We just, we really want to make sure he doesn't look like a paladin guard, because the paladin, the other paladin guard will likely... Yeah. They're going to take his side over ours, most likely. Well, you guys were all talking, I measured and sewed everybody's black spandex uniform, so... What's a good, uh, good check for making a suitable disguise? Hmm. I guess it's a tools thing too, right? Mm. Is it a tools kit that you use? Yeah, it's a kit. Because I'm guessing she's probably like proficient in this as well, right? Mm -hmm. I'll just say make a performance check. Or no, no, no. Yeah, deception. Ten. Okay, so the four of you escort a poorly disguised, awkwardly silenced Ulrich Bearhart through the city. So wait, did we just tie up the other three guys and leave them in the basement? Is that what we did? <laughs> I think we can come back warmly or sure. whatever. Yeah. But we, yeah. we might have a new base now. I'm pretty sure we just, uh, <laughs> just earned a blacksmith just, shop. <laughs> <laughs> just earned it. Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. And as you approach the temple, where there are fewer guards, but still guards nonetheless, uh, what is being said to allow you to, like, have an audience with Dane? I mean, could we just say something vague that, like, we need to see him urgently? Like, we think someone has broken a very serious law since he's so lawful. This guy littered. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can say that we discovered a traitor in his midst and need to be need to speak with him immediately. All right, Faye, persuasion. 22. Oh, the wine works. Should, you should so... be angry too. Like <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a few minutes and you have an audience with a sort of annoyed-looking, bleary-eyed Dane Ruby eye and you go back to his study with this paladin who is kind of struggling more and more as as the uh, the closer you get to Dane's quarters. And you kind of bring him in, and Dane's, like, very shocked to see through this disguise very easily. But he's very <laughs> shocked to see Victor. He says, Victor, what is, what is the meaning of all this? I get word of a traitor in my midst. Faye's just crying. <laughs> Victor, you mean Ulrich Bearheart? He casts Zone of Truth on all of you and soon gets the truth out of Ulrich. Has a long talk into the night. <laughs> now, almost immediately, Ulrich confesses. Let's take that ridiculous wig off, Ulrich. <laughs> he asks about, basically about Ulrich's plan and about, like, your loyalties 
and also about so like basically it's going to come up that the like that the reason that you were here was to find out about Dragonbone. Mm. Um, so in the zone of truth, are any of you going to resist that? Because he will know if you're resisting, and he'll know if basically in the zone who has resisted the the truthful aspect of it. What does he ask specifically? What well, was it is important that I think the zone of truth is like it depends on your truth as well. Like it doesn't mean mm. that you have to give up information. It's yeah. just the information you give up has to be true. So I mean if if it comes up and you say, well, yes, we were looking for a cure for new life, that's telling the truth, but you don't necessarily have to say we're going to do that by stealing Dragon Ball. Well, that's why I want to know what he asked. He <laughs> says, were you intending on... Did you come here to steal Dragon Bone? No. Because we didn't. But you need Dragon Bone for something. Yes. What is that thing? Well, it's two things now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you tell him? Um... You can give up whatever part of that information. Bruce is just going to say we need it to try and get Kalira back. And leave it at that. Satisfied. Dane sort of stands in front of Ulrich. He says, you're a traitor. You've betrayed me. Everyone in this city. And the sentence is death. And he looks to the four of you and he says, the sentence has been passed. Who among you will carry it out? Well, I'm assuming Spruce is not volunteering. If I was in the room, I'd be looking at you. I was going to say, if anyone's going to murder him, it's going to be you. I almost feel like your hand would be up halfway. Oh, and by murder, I mean execute him lawfully. I mean, I'm not excited about it. I'm going to get no pleasure from it. I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) I will do it. He removes, basically, like Victor's weapons from him. Sorry, Ulrich's weapons from him. And he asks that he be unbound. He says, well will die at least a dignified death, which is more than the life that you led. Does he plan to kill him right here, right now? I didn't know sentences were passed down that quick. I am the law. <laughs> Vanna doing it? Yes. Okay. Which sword do you use? Ooh. Or your axe or your sword? Rainier's. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you remember this. <laughs> <laughs> you draw out Rainier's longsword. Mm-hmm. You say anything to him before you swing it down? He's basically kneeling. Yeah, this is for Kalira. Vanna swiftly and almost without hesitation <laughs> executes Ulrich Bearheart. And Dane looks extraordinarily pleased. And he says, I misjudged the quality of your character. When you arrived, and he looks at Brita, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I am in your debt, and I will do what I can to assist you in your quest. All right, we'll leave it there. And for next time, go up to level seven. Woo! Oh, oh. Damn, I think that's a big level.